0: On this episode of the Telerotor RC Podcast, we find out what we can do to make Monty do this.
1: Better than me, and then I'm just going to go quietly fly by myself for the field.
2: And what helicopter Mike is talking about here. Am I going to regret buying this stupid helicopter? He's like, uh, maybe? And I'm like, oh, god damn it. And you know Cliff, he's always willing to have a beer
3: with someone. Doesn't even matter where it is. Do you know how to fix this thing? He's like, no, nah, man. I'm like, all right. He's like, well, I can drink a beer with you. I'm like,
4: I got him. Let's drink a beer then. And I guess we get to learn about how many hours Shaggy actually works you know 54 to 59 hours so you know slowing down you is it down from 55 to 59 5 to 59 that doesn't make sense right no, no no from 55 to 60 hours a week now to 54 to 59 hours a week
0: then we get to find out what happened when i spooled up my diablo se for the first time dude that was freaking awesome um <laughs> for about 30 seconds of sheer fucking terror <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to Telerotor RC. This is episode 49, Life-Changing Changes. This is Robert Monty and with me is Michael Shaggy Parker. Hello people. Mike DiPaolo.
2: Hey LaMau.
1: Rich Sowers.
2: Hey, what's up
0: guys?
1: And Cliff Lewis.
0: Hey. No, that's not how you do it Cliff, do that shit again. Hey.
5: Hey.
1: Hey.
0: I guess the rest of us are going to have to just do it for you. Hey, That was half-assed, man. You're acting like you haven't seen your truck in a while. Try it again.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
4: He's not manly enough.
1: Oh, man. Um, okay. What's we, what we have done since the last episode. Uh, mine's pretty fast. I flew some helis. I went to the field and finally flew some helis. I enjoyed myself. Uh, I officially resigned from the Urcha board. Yeah. Some priorities have changed for me and, uh, I am focusing on, uh, different things with my time and my money. I've given myself a, I've given myself a heli budget, so I'm trying to keep it within my budget.
3: So now maybe you won't act like like. such a dick all the time.
1: No, no, no. That was me. That's me. That's just me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) You knew him before he was on the board. True.
3: This is true. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's all I got for there. So, who wants to go next? Okay, Shaggy, you go.
4: All right, so um, I have not flown a helicopter since Spring Fling. Uh, Crashed the roll again with my tail hubs shooting off of it, but then I fixed it at that event and got it flying, and then later found my tail hub. Uh, I've been riding the motorcycle to work every day because my truck and car don't work. Um, and yeah, work has been crazy. It's finally starting to slow down. Um, been work, you know. Been doing a lot of fifty-five, sixty-hour work weeks. Now I'm back down to fifty-nine. You know, fifty nine hours. So, you know. Slowing down, which is great. We went down from fifty five to fifty nine. Five to fifty nine.
0: That doesn't make sense, Shaggy. No,
4: no, no. From fifty five to sixty hours a week. Now to fifty four to fifty nine hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely <laughs> have to slow down. It's definitely slowed down dramatically. You know, uh, what are they doing, giving you lunch s- or something? Slowed down two hours a day,
3: <laughs> a week, uh, a week.
4: <laughs> um so so He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not allowed
1: to stay clocked in while he's eating lunch.
0: Yeah, this. It's just that they're giving him a lunch on Friday. That's all.
4: Usually I don't take a lunch, but I I, I told it's like you got to take a lunch. Like okay, um, yeah, you have to take a lunch. Yeah, so been working on a, a pond out in the yard, and no, there's really not much. A I, I pond. really
2: quote unquote.
4: Yeah, yeah, small uh, swimming pool. I almost lake. got I you know I almost got some help from Rob and Mike when they just when Only they just showed it's up a at moat. It. Right. it. See exactly, they wanted to build a moat.
1: Yeah, we agreed we would help, but we're going to knock down your fence as we drag that backhoe.
2: I (laughs) will go get the excavator from Scott on the low boy this weekend if you say I can make it a (laughs) moat.
1: You better call Miss Utility right now because I ain't stopping for nothing. We break
2: for nobody.
1: <laughs> Your fence gone. So, Whatever's on the other side of the yard yeah. gone. I'm not sure there's enough space. Gas space line.
2: F-
5: it. I'm not
1: sure is no this backhoe one, one of those That's... little
2: <laughs> tiny baby backhoes? Oh no! Oh no! This this oh. is the kind of backhoe that you could drive through a house. Oh, I, I, I I'd <laughs> hey, come Shaggy up there if it was one of those garage? little
0: tiny baby ones. I like that. No, I've always wanted. Hop, to play hop with in one
2: the of those. big boy. It's got air conditioning.
5: Uh.
4: <laughs> yeah. So. It's it is a small swimming pool. It's you know I got gravel in it. I got gravel in it now finally, and uh, putting the lights in, and it'll be finished real soon. And then I can finally actually start. I might be able to fly maybe a helicopter. Um, I actually need to order a motor for my R five and get it ready for speed. Do uh, I got a lot going on because I am since I'm running nationals this year. Uh, it's. It's getting crazy. I just sent an email to Yolanda about awards for the, uh, and I need people to sign up because uh, people are saying like, yeah, I'm probably going It's like, Okay. Sign up. If you're going, sign up. Cause I need a list for the AMA just so I get an idea who's coming. And right now there's only about including all the, all the classes. There's like nine total so far. Uh, I know there's a lot more people than that, but uh, Rich, you are going, okay? I'm just letting you know, you are going, Yip. so you better sign up. You better not hold your breath. No, you're going. I, you're that's you're coming plan. with me.
1: That's our plan to make Shaggy bigger, is to start having him hold his breath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can tell you an easier way.
1: Uh, yeah, that's more expensive. Air's free. <laughs> yeah, <that's> Still. <laughs>
0: are you sure? What state are you in?
1: <laughs> Still. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, hell, if you go to some of those countries, you get added chemicals. Isn't that an enhancer? Uh,
0: I think in this country you can get that. You don't to go too far.
1: Uh, keep going.
4: Apollo, <laughs> you're up next. Are Shaggy, you all done, man? Uh, well, um, let me think. Uh, oh. Haven't been flying. Uh, too much to do. Work's been crazy.
0: Sign up for Nats.
4: Sign up for Nats, yes, because um, if not, I'm going to cry. Because uh, this is a lot of work. Wait a
1: minute. If I yeah. don't sign up, Shaggy cries.
4: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, go. I'm done. That's about it. But yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. Okay.
1: Next.
5: Okay.
2: DePaulo, you're next yeah. on the list, man. Uh, I mean, honestly, not too much I can really talk about. I mean, you got the usual Navy stuff with laser guns and everything. Pew, pew! Heli maintenance because the stuff gets worn out when you don't crash, and it's honestly more annoying. <laughs> um, bike crap with Robert, you yeah. know? Yeah. Hero flips and wheelies, always a good time. There's, uh, some other electronics sub-projects going on, but, again, stuff that I can't really talk about. Oh, um, Yeah.
1: Keep going, Mike. I want to go on a tangent just as you end.
2: Uh, about stuff, I mean, okay. Uh, Parts where it just sucked, that hasn't changed. Secret scroll stuff. And then, stuff? Uh, yeah, that's the one interesting is some secret scroll stuff related to uh, small helicopters going on that uh, definitely can't talk about that one. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You better not talk about it. Or maybe uh, you don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. I,
4: I do know what you're talking about. You were talking about it with me. Yeah, well, you know. I think not I public. know what you're talking about. Don't say a word about it. But I won't about
2: talk it. about it. I <laughs> cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> just maybe months down the line, if you open the ESC on a certain small helicopter, you might see my name somewhere. But, yeah, we'll see Oh, you that. just gave it away. You did. There's a whole bunch of different companies out there. You don't no, know No, you just it gave it away. I know which one it is now.
4: Oh, oh my God. Are you sure See, about see it? Even, even Cliff figured it out.
2: I don't know, man. <laughs> I got friends in Spectrum. You don't know what's happening. <laughs>
4: oh boy, we're in trouble
2: Yeah, you don't know which one it is It could be the Blade Mafia coming for you
1: <laughs> No, uh, uh, I was going to talk about that bike crap for a second Because, you know, uh, oh. uh, Kevin over at Freefall Be like, oh, I've got a real bike oh. Yeah, well, I actually ride oh, my bike it's wait not a, a minute. I don't own a Harley rider <sighs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Robert. How many miles you got on yours? I'm about to hit 12K in a year and a half.
1: Um, uh, in a year of ownership, I put 17,000 miles on my bike.
2: So more than most Harley owners in a decade. Wow. Yeah. That's why shots got, fired. I
4: just hit 780 today.
2: That's not a first shot. That's a return fire across the bow, buddy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I actually got to do valve maintenance for the first time on a vehicle that was
4: I've ever owned. It was. Um, that it's, was very interesting, and and you had two cylinders too, so you had four valves each cylinder, or is that two valves each cylinder? Yeah, four yeah. valves total per cylinder. Yeah, yep, two exhaust, two total.
1: intake. I also got to learn that my throttle, uh, my throttle has uh, my throttle bodies have two um, butterflies. One, that the computer controls, and one that I can control. And every time I Turn the power on to my bike, I get to listen to the servo actuate it. It's not the fuel pump, it's a servo that actually actuates it.
4: So I was like, Is that what's going on with mine? I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, it makes that buzzing noise. Obviously, it makes that noise. I and mean, I thought it was a fuel pump. But until you said that, I was, I was thinking the same.
5: <sighs>
1: yeah,
4: exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, it had servos.
1: <laughs> it had <Okay>. servos. <laughs> it's RC related, dude.
5: Uh, but um. is it
0: FBL controlled?
1: Dude. Dude to to yes to do, do a throttle synchronization between the two throttle bodies I actually have to get a computer to tell it to stop doing uh, stop controlling the idle air controller and trying to uh, compensate.
0: Yeah, we've gone off the deep end again. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey,
1: let's, so let's is it FBL up, controller related? Kinda, but no, it's not a flybarless controller. But they no newer motorcycles oh, do have controllers to, to to decide angles for how much braking they apply. That's
3: great.
4: Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, l- let's put a let's put a CGY seven hundred and sixty on a bike. For mm. what?
1: <laughs> what for Just, complication yes <laughs> I'm Just done I'll send can. you one I'll send
0: you a freaking sticker
1: send you a sticker I got a sticker <laughs> send you a sticker
2: I got a sticker look dad I got a sticker
1: oh, <laughs> all right next
0: next am I next yeah um I actually did some flying <laughs> um, I don't believe it I did a little bit um I had to beat is, you into it. Well, uh, yeah, because I hadn't, you know. I mean, I just I haven't been motivated at all to get go out to the field. Mm. And um, but you know what? I got really re-energized this weekend um, on a couple of different fronts. Um, one flying. Um, the other was actually wrenching. I spent a lot of time this. Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but I spent a bunch of time yeah, doing some I wrenching.
1: Really will, I really want to get into that later.
0: I'm sure you do. Yeah. And then. Uh, I did, um, I picked up, uh, parts to start a new gasser. So some of you guys know that I had bought a, um, raw a while back to convert, but I hadn't bought the gasser conversion kit yet. And, um. You stole that thing. That was because I, what? You stole that thing. I did steal it. Steve Mm-mm. from another podcast. That's Steve.
1: It's actually like two Steves now doing podcasts
0: yeah well it's this is this for (laughs) my um steve Yoon he sold me um his gasser conversion kit um for (laughs) i did i feel like i needed to run away when he gave me the price um i was like are you sure so anyway he made it worth my while and uh, so i bought his conversion kit for the raw so i tore that apart this week and um started started building up the raw so hopefully in a couple of weeks, I'll have that. We'll talk about where my SE is at later. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited to um, get the gasser going and get flying again, which is, I haven't felt that way in a while. So
3: The SE is um, the one that has this, all the head speed, right? Every <laughs> bit of it.
0: We can talk about it in a few minutes. And then Oh, some. wow.
4: yeah, then I want to hear about
0: this. <laughs> Yeah, you could have been there and seen it if you'd have fucking showed up, Shaggy.
4: Dude, I I didn't know about Dragonfly until the day of. Oh, kiss my ass. We talked about. No, it. I'm serious. I have not been on Facebook in like three months.
0: Okay, you're all good. Well, except it's okay, Shaggy. Except, it's okay. Calm,
4: except it's for okay. that post that I made that says sign up or else. Yeah, uh, okay. Shaggy's never mm-hmm. actually
1: been to Dragonfly.
4: I have not. Well, you missed out. Anyway,
0: you'll find out.
3: Uh, I think that's all I got, guys. Cliff. I really don't have anything to talk about here. Uh, been doing some flying locally, and I have learned to do eh, kind of pyro flips. Um, yeah, hey, actually, they did look like pyro. They're flips. not pretty, and they don't stay in one spot, and they're definitely not low to the ground. But it does flip, and it does pirouette at the same time. And here,
4: do you stop in between your pyros and your flips? I'm um, stopping between the flips. I don't stop pirouetting. No, well, I mean, so you don't stop. Okay, I was going to say, if you stop your pirouette and then flip, that's not a pirouette. No.
0: no, that's not what he's doing.
4: Okay.
0: He's doing like a half Continue. pirou, half pirou.
3: Right.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. That's how you start. Yeah.
3: And but You were tying them together a little bit. In my life-changing changes here in just a few, few minutes... We'll talk about the endless journey home from Dragonfly (laughs) that just (laughs) keeps, it still going on.
4: You know, this reminds me of uh, Andy's Urcha trip home. I
3: I feel like I have joined the ranks of Andy and Doug Darby because they seem to both always have issues when they go to flying events.
1: Wow. Hey, I bet y'all wouldn't have those issues if it was an electric vehicle.
3: Or motorcycle, right. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay.
3: You, know, you
0: uh, could have slept on the seat on your motorcycle all weekend, there, Cliff.
1: Could have
2: what?
0: He could have slept laying leaning back on the seat on his motorcycle all weekend.
2: Could
1: have.
0: You know, like those Harley guys do.
1: Those Harley guys just sleep on it in the garage. Those things don't move. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Go, go, with an oil pan underneath line. of it i had to say something let's go cliff
3: keep going man no that's it
0: that, uh, i think just, we're okay.
1: moving on to yeah. rc heli news and Heli event coverage it's rc
0: heli news and heli event coverage
1: <sighs> i love how you try to make it like interesting
0: it's rc heli <laughs> news and heli event coverage so we try it again rc
1: heli news and event coverage
4: oh gosh
1: i just peeked up f- out of my f- recording <laughs> <laughs>
4: Found Hell them. yeah, brother!
1: Picked it. Yeah. I could try
0: getting really pissed off. Never
1: mind. First Go up ahead. is Clibbins. No. no.
0: <laughs> is what?
1: First up is Clibbins. Clivens. Clibbins. Clibbins. <laughs> he's <f-ing> confused. <laughs> Very. It's that thing that uh uh Cliff makes all day long when he's on his mower. Yeah, clippings.
0: Oh, yeah, Clibbins. <laughs> I get it now. Uh, Yeah, C-L-I-B-B-I-N-S,
1: Clibbins.
0: Clibbins, I I got you.
1: Yeah, no. Oh, man. It's that thing that takes down Harley riders, Clibbins.
3: So, (laughs) the 580.
1: Most of this news is all about Cliff. Go for it, Cliff.
3: (laughs) Raw 580s, Nitros have shit. You buying one? No, it has Nitro in it.
1: In the words in the words of Ben Miner, I uh, I set the needles on my on my uh, ESC uh, like a decade ago, and I've never had to adjust them since. Exactly.
0: That's because he doesn't keep the same ESC long enough.
1: That's uh, not true. But keep going.
3: <laughs> the Sab 480 will be out soon, very
1: soon. I wonder if it'll I wonder if it'll be out before the show airs.
4: Oh wow.
3: <laughs> it, I would say it's likely. You know, Uh, you
4: know what's really funny is I had no idea. That's not funny. No, like I, I, okay. Well, I've been hinting at
0: it for a while.
4: I haven't been paying attention, so that's Uh, news to me. Yeah. Well.
3: Well, you should go online then because Bert is giving one away.
4: Yeah. No purchase necessary.
1: You could win that four. you could win that 480 and replace your uh small plastic fantastic goblin.
4: Yeah. No, that fireball is a legendary. I'm not getting rid of that. The legend is dying. No one's he seen say, you at a field. Did,
0: did he say is is legendary or that one is a legendary?
4: Never mind. That fireball is legendary. Is. That particular one maybe. Be legendary. Okay. Mikado, next up, you just got to learn how to fly to be able to fly it.
1: Next up is the uh, is the new training system that uh, Mikado is releasing with their new Logo 200. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what
0: do you think about this?
1: Hmm. You know, everybody is speculating on prices. Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing.
1: But I... Wonder if Mikado doesn't have a longer view plan. Um, would this be something that that they might sell for drones or a drone helicopter? Maybe they do. I, I wonder if that's a thought they're having. Hmm. Or um, I wonder if they have a longer plan view. And if they don't have a longer plan view, then you know what, I'm excited to see them do something, and I don't care the cost.
0: Now, then would you buy one?
1: I'm not sure. I am the market.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. What is the market? Because there's no way this thing can be cheap enough for a guy that's just starting out. It, so, is,
1: it is a challenge yeah. to make It's a challenge to market it to new pilots if the price is going to be... P- High. High, yeah. Um, but I, I know the, many of us have had the challenge of just trying to get a new person to buy a si- uh, an RC simulator, and they're like, $200. Right.
0: But then um, could the market be those of us that want to learn to fly maybe closer to the ground and do more stuff closer to the ground?
1: You know, um, I thought I heard speculation that it doesn't do inverted stuff, so I think that, oh, really? tr- that, that trims another...
0: That trims another whole side of it off
3: then.
1: Yeah. But But one thing that it
3: might do, though, is kind of be like where Spectrum is. They might have their helicopter, you know, this beginner helicopter and transmitter system that maybe you'll be able to put another, you know, another maybe a different type of Neo or or full-size Neo or whatever into to have, you know, to kind of progress up like Spectrum
1: agree hey. i know i know it was it's probably been almost 5 or 6 years now since i remember spectrum's first uh, drone that 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 uh, would stay with it a bubble and also introduced that no matter which orientation the drone was forward was always away and back brought it back oh, to me yeah. no matter the orientation and it stayed mm. in the bubble no matter how fast you went at the edge of the bubble it would it would it would drag it it would it would stop it from going outside so
4: yeah, those the 350 QX. I think they started doing that on the version two. Yeah. No, they did. The a, they did had had it
1: on a drone first. I don't. I don't know. Well, if the QX three. Yeah, a
4: the 350 QX yeah, yeah. was a drone. Yeah. All that um, to say
1: is, is I think Cliff, you're poking at. I think you're poking at. in a longer term view, they could do something. And uh, yeah, I'm. I'm excited yeah. to see what they, yeah. what their thought is. And I, you know, Mikado. Mikado hasn't shown themselves to be a ridiculous company, so I figure they've got some plan up, and while we don't understand it, that, that just means we don't have enough information, and they'll probably give us more.
0: Yeah, I, I don't yeah. disagree with that. I think we need to wait and actually see what it is, but speculating is kind of fun. Right?
1: Speculating is kind of fun. Because I can tell you, uh,
0: if it's just an expensive little thing that's going to hover over a pad to try to teach you to hover... Yeah, good luck with that. There's got to be more to it than that.
1: Well, you know, uh, so one, I'd like to speculate in the positive instead of the negative. And and two, you know, I challenge a lot of pilots after they've gotten past hovering to start figure eights. And this could be the perfect thing to stay within a boundary and sit there and do upright figure eights both directions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: Let's see.
1: you know it, it, it kind of you know try and stay to the positive and then just you know so you can't think of anything to use it for it's just your imagination
0: <laughs> well yeah no but I, mean, I don't know what it can do so we just have to wait and see because if it will yeah. let you fly within some type of fencing system you know i know that i know that was really frustrating for austin with an airplane his airplane's got geo-fencing yeah and sh- we couldn't turn that off fast enough <laughs> um, you know, but he was the same way where we taught him how to fly, um, in a mode, you know, in safe mode where he couldn't angle the airplane more than 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we, I mean, he learned how to fly the, the airplane full stick all the, I mean, to, to make a turn, he's, he'd slam the stick wide open both directions. So then when we took him off of that. Um, all he did was roll the airplane all over the place and was yeah. out of control because he learned to fly you know f- corner to corner and because that's what that did for him and we had to break him of that and um, breaking him that was way harder than just teaching him not to fly that way in the first place would have been
1: yeah i I know a decade ago when I was coming into this hobby there was still there was still a contingent of people who believed to to use the dual rates on their transmitters to take away control from everything for new pilots, and mm-hmm. be like, "Here, hover this," and it had almost no control. And you know, once you were one or two steps behind the helicopter, you didn't have enough. Yeah, control you know what? That's great for in.
2: crashing. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and yeah. A lot of us, a lot of us felt that was great for crashing. But um, <laughs> you know, these days for competition, I have almost no control over the helicopter. But I also don't get behind it uh that far
0: yeah hence your tip your tip to me to not fly forward flight in my hover condition
1: yes yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) i
0: quickly learned not to use forward flight in my hover condition
1: yeah but no Um, i'm excited to see you know i'm excited to see where it goes um yeah Mikado, you know, and that's one of the things that I've thought about from a business sense for for companies like if you're going to compete with Horizon Hobby on their helicopters, you need you need a way to bring them in in the early stages so they can buy, you know, a uh, uh, an inexpensive radio and, you know, a training system that lets you easily learn to fly and cheap well, to cheap to crash stuff.
0: Well, I hope I hope that's what this is. Yeah. If it's too expensive, it's yeah, anyway, let's we can move on now, I think. Yeah, uh, we'll just have to wait and see what they do with it. I hope it's something that um, we'll see.
1: We'll see. Uh, next up, um, price drops on OMP M2 V3 and uh, other variations of that model. <laughs> uh, I think to you brought this one forward or was it one of the other guys?
2: Yeah, I, I put that on there. Um, the M2 V3 got dropped. So bigger rotor blades, some changes to the motor, uh, lots of colors now.
5: Yeah.
2: Cooler colors, lots of color coding. Uh, it's the head is different as well. There's all sorts of little improvements here and there. I've been talking to Jonas a lot about it over the last um, month and a half or so.
1: Yeah, I, I'd have to say thanks to Doug. He started making a bunch of noise in our uh, heli yeah. chat, our far heli I was
2: chat like, today. Yay. I don't have to be the one to break the news and <laughs> it's um, gone public. But no, I've been eyeballing it. Well it's funny, I started talking to Jonas like two months ago, right after I got the M two. Which should lead into a really cool episode on Blades or something. But uh Yeah I started talking to him and I'm like, Am I gonna regret buying this stupid helicopter? And he's like, Uh maybe And I'm like, Oh, god damn it. There's a new one coming out, isn't there?
1: Well, that brings up the question of uh, is there one from my price range now that fits in my budget?
2: Well, um, the one I have, the Evo that you flew and didn't hate, that is now 250 MSRP. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, that's that's a bind and fly little heli. And um, so long as you take care of the dead band nonsense in your radio and you set the gyro up, um, it's a rocking little helicopter. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And I'll tell you this, though. Um, I hit the ground with that thing because I wanted to find out how fast it would go in a hurricane. And my prior experience with small helis was that most of the times you could just floor it and get them up to whatever and you could just sit there and kill the battery. The M2, if you peg it at 100% and you just send it... um, I was later informed, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Later informed? (laughs) And, uh... Yeah, I was later informed that that was a bad idea. And <laughs> After uh, I had it's, to it's unwise pieces. to do that. Because I managed to send this thing into the ground at about 70 with enough gusto to leave a divot, completely obliterate the canopy, and um, it bounced several times. Oh, yeah. I uh, I was joking with Jonas about it. And I'm like, so uh, what usually breaks in a crash? He's like, do, y- do, uh, do you usually bend? The rotor head and both grips, like, uh... <laughs> Does that normally happen? That's not normal, right? And he's like, what did you do? I'm like, well, I hit the ground doing about 70 straight down. <laughs>
3: I broke my main That's shaft cool. line mine in half.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, mine was bent like a 45 degree angle. It was epic. The blade grips, both of them, were completely bent. Oh, jeez. It was good. But otherwise, um... I don't know, maybe like 30 bucks... In parts. Oh that ain't bad. Which dude. it well besides the canopy, I'm just not gonna yeah. bother with that. I'll make one out of paper before I buy a new one. But uh yeah, all things considered, it's cheap and uh, now it's cheaper.
1: That's yeah, cool. I uh I set up Casey's on his on his transmitter and flew it and um I was happy with it. I'm I'm interested in one. Uh sadly I have an Oxy two here that's mainly in one part, but the whole rotor head's off of it, and I've got a terrible uh, whack. I don't know what's wrong with it, and I um, just don't care.
2: I don't want to make too much of a tangent here, but I'll make it quick. But uh, the Oxy 2 is kind of like love-hate for me. Um, you can make it fly really, really nice, and I stole Shaggy's for a while that he bought off of Merrick, and I had that thing dialed, dude. I flew the shit out of that thing. I had to replace bearings on it. I flew it so much. That way I took it to Urchit and passed it around to everyone. I was like, oh my god, this thing flies so great, try it. Everyone knows the story. But um, <laughs> the thing is, the parts are kind of expensive. It always obliterates the main gear. Mm-hmm. And always, uh, yes. yeah, like even if you hit throttle, hold, it's still going to do it. It's yeah. kind of expensive so,
1: relative to an OMP. Yeah. It, relative it to an OMP, break but, stuff but when it existed, when it, it crashed. Was, it was cheap um i think the bigger thing is it's more complex than the omp and the logo
4: it is because it's 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 more complex than the fireball because the fireball is is doesn't have gears it's a it's a straight driven um direct direct drive
2: and the thing is like it's only the one gear a thicker main gear would have fixed it but the problem is i looked at that right and then i went to see my parents the other day to go visit dad and uh i found my old blade 180 cfx
4: Oh gosh! And I, and you I went still and have I looked one? up.
2: Yeah, I still have it. And I looked up. and I'm like, you know what? This thing really didn't break that much in a crash, so long as you did like the torque tube clutch, where you used a piece of fuel tube instead of a pin, so yeah. the gears didn't Mike, break.
4: Mike, I one up you on that. I converted the belt.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to do that. It so, was so I was much very better. right. That's the thing. Yeah, it, it didn't really break that much, and when you did break it, it was just cheap blade crap. It and worked. now they've it was got the. Yeah, and then they've got the 180 Fusion now, which is basically a, a bigger format, slightly 180 CFX. Yeah, and and that thing's it's you know a belt. So it's kind of I don't know. I look at the oxygen and I'm like, yeah, I it's it's good, but it starts to peel away from the small hilly goodness of I don't break a lot when I crash and I'm cheap.
1: The the thing that turned me off about the 180 CFX is it needed a, a few mods in order to be more durable. And it was like, it seemed like everyone's collecting parts in order to smash it a lot. And then when it came to the fireball, it just seems to like one RPM, all of it. And that's not my flying style.
2: So on a tangent, there is uh LMP did some internal studies where they, uh, they did the math and all that for, what would happen if we tried to make a big direct-drive heli. And, uh, it doesn't scale that great. The problem becomes, just like the Fireball, is direct-drive big helis, you get into this problem where the motor ends up having to be a certain size and weight to make it work, and then just the disc loading is absurd. Yeah. It just, you have to run bazillions of RPM to make it fly decent at all. So... So, TLDR, yeah, new M2s, they're cheaper. Um, even the new one, I think, if I remember right, it's actually... Don't quote me on this, but I think the opening price of the new V3 is actually... the same or less than the V2 Pimp Edition. They basically, they, they kept the plastic servos. Because apparently people don't really break those very often, and uh... Talking to Jonas, it's, it's very expensive, actually, to machine the metal cases... So um, it cranks the price up a lot. So you get plastic servos, big whoop, they don't really break.
1: Yeah, look at OMP's website. The M2 EXP is two forty nine ninety nine right now.
2: Yeah, dude, that's kind of hard to beat. As long as you just take care of the, uh, the deadband fix and you set the gyro up a little bit. And if I remember right, they're going to start shipping with Jonas's settings for the gyro. So those make a pretty big difference in flight.
1: Yeah, because there's an OMP V2 that's listed for 350 and shows three color options. And then there's the OMP M2 EXP is 250. Well, uh, being Dragonfly is the main topic, really, for this episode. I think I'm going to skip that one and go on to listener questions and feedback. First up is an email from Brandon Leggett. Uh How do I read email again?
0: <laughs> you start on the right hand or left hand side, read to the right.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Every letter means something or sounds like
1: something. So uh Brandon uh, uh, uh So I'm going to read his whole email. Uh, Brandon Leggett, a guy we know with, he's from South Carolina. He usually shows up at events between, you know, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. He says, this is Brandon from South Carolina. Carolina. I listened to your recent podcast and enjoyed it. He's talking about our 700 comparison. He asked, are you planning to update the 550-600 list? Uh, I am willing to volunteer my time to do the research for uh, the 550 or 450 list if that's something you're interested in. I used your 550 list to decide to purchase the XL Power 550 last year, and I made it at Fall uh, Heli Modown. I would find it rewarding to know I potentially helped someone else decide what model to purchase. Thanks for your help, Brandon. So, Brandon, to answer your question, yes. I plan to do an update to the 550 600 list Uh, soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Uh, I guess hit me up in an email again, and I'll I'll take a moment and try and get some stuff over to you, so you can have access to the spreadsheet and or an updated spreadsheet you can start making updates on. Um, probably not gonna do a 450 list. I don't know, listeners. If you want us to do a 450 list, send us an email or something. Make some noise at us. We'll go do a 450 list. Um. However, after some feedback coming up, uh, it's going to be fun.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so a 450 list should it be like a 250 and 450 like like um when I say 250, I mean like 280 like Fireball and Oxy 3, the Oxy 3 size. And then 450. You know, I know that kind of throws a wrench in it, but it's it, they're kind of similar. So
1: the 450 size Heli is is dead. Um, you know, things are 480s or uh you know you got all sorts of different things but the, the the size 450 is dead um I think as a whole right now people may be more interested in in stuff like an M1 or an M2 and the competing products within that range uh as to the costs of you know parts uh, however with the diversity in design, it may be really hard to compare yeah <laughs> when you when you talk about some of the parts especially with you know direct motor drive and whatnot so i don't know i uh, in the smaller stuff i i'm in the smaller stuff i'll I, you know i am uh i'm motivated to stay a hand length away from doing a comparison on it <laughs> yeah um but hey give us feedback tell us you're wrong or tell us what you think we could do Tell us what you think we should focus energy on, on on another review. If you want to do another size of 550, 600. Discord questions and comments. This is where it gets fun. (laughs) So since we recorded last, we last recorded in April. Um... First up was Steve M H on Discord. I listened to the podcast you just released today and found it very interesting as usual. Robert, in regards to my telemetry setup in my prior message, I was using a telemetry converter from RC light systems that can convert telemetry data from several different ESCs to several different radio systems. It was working at first, then my ESC telemetry would stop whenever I flipped, off, flipped out of throttle hold while the GPS telemetry kept working. When my iX12 crapped out, I used my DX8 for one flight and the telemetry worked fine. Once my Fataba 16iZ showed up, I stuck my Brain 2 FBL back on and I'm using that again. A note on the Spectrum FBL, when I initially removed the Brain and put the Spectrum FBL on the model, it promptly started drifting back in elevator slightly right on aileron. Loving the swashplate didn't help in and, and forward flight. It would almost do a loop with no elevator input. Tweaking the gains made no improvement, but turning the head speed up to Mach 10 made it hold steady. With their brain back on, there is no drift, so possibly have a slight vibration that was messing with the Spectrum Flybar's controller, question mark, question mark? He said this was on V1 Spectre. So many of us have met Steve on the Freefall Friday night uh, Discord sessions, and then Steve came to uh, Springfling, and many of us seen him and talked with him. Um, Some guys like Gucci spent a lot of time with him. Um... He was flying Spectrum with, uh, I think the Spectrum... He was flying Spectrum Radio, I think it was a Spectrum controller and a brain controller. That's what he likes, but, yeah, he was having problems with telemetry crapping out, but it sounds like he figured out it's something to do with the IX-12. Um, or that's what it sounds like here. Uh, as far as, uh, the drift on the helicopter of Spectrum, um... I would say it's a dirty little unknown but known secret that different flight controllers treat different vibrations on the same helicopter differently. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of times... A lot of times it's hard to compare like if you're gonna switch between a brain and a V bar and one and one, you know, doesn't drift and the other one does, it's not necessarily the fly bars controller's fault. Um, but it makes it easier just to ignore it if the if your preferred flight controller doesn't drift.
5: <laughs> mm.
1: But yeah, I'm betting your specter has a vibration in it somewhere that, you know, the spectrum yep. doesn't enjoy. Yep, I would agree. Yeah um now i know a trick may be like one v-bar or one fataba or one brain drifts on a helicopter so you switch it out with another one and it stops drifting that's a good sign you have a fly controller that's uh it's trying to die yeah or about to and if you keep going at it it may fail on you in spectacular fashion or you <laughs> may go
4: years oh yes <laughs> uh, yeah. Or you may not get a warning at all, and the tail j- the tail jar just goes out randomly. Yep, that was not fun. Um,
1: <laughs> Steve posted back again, and he said, "Monty should be proud of me right now." After I listened to the thread locker episode again, I decided to check my Loctite, and it was expired by two years. New bottle showed up today, along with a Specter kit I ordered because I smashed the daylights out of my V one last weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> Note to self, compensate for the extra momentum when doing an extra high tail slide. Just because you leveled the model went full collective doesn't mean the heli will stop instantly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that serves what's referred to as an endless tail endless tail slide. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I forgot how to helicopter in a tail slide uh, all the way back with my V2 fly bar. 550 a line, and uh, yeah, the last thing said was, uh, "Hey, can you do that again?" <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. No, it's good. Uh, if if y'all if all listeners need a reminder, uh, check the dates in your Loctite. Or if you have had the bottle for a year, uh, shut the front door, eh, on your way out to the store to get a new bottle of Loctite because you had it too long. Okay, here's where we get into the 700 heli comparison. Eric. Eric fired off something. Mike responded. Eric responded again. And then he responded on a different topic. So, first up, Eric. Just listened to the episode of the 700 comparison. Thanks for the episode. Great listening as always. But I think price comparison for crash cost doesn't really make a lot of sense. Unless you look what breaks in crashing. I know it is complex topic but it doesn't make sense otherwise just for examples goblin nod pod booms like in kraken survive every second crash on average they have nylon bolts for a reason i speak from my own experience i own a kraken 700 and i bought a raw 700 just because i wanted a different heli but knowing well that the raw will cost more after crash yes it has a cheaper boom but it breaks every crash plus the push rod plus frames battery hatch canopy tons of parts which break but your calculation would show how raw is cheaper in crash. Another example, main shaft cost. Did anybody bend the main shaft in a 700 Goblin ever? Is it, is it possible at all? I know it's so hard to judge what can break in a crash as every crash is so much different, but the comparison just doesn't make any sense otherwise and affects all suppliers, which actually do care how our models crash and try to make this cheaper for us. I'm going to read Mike's response before I go further in that because Mike and I actually talked before Mike responded. Uh, DePaulo responded, The Kraken, speaking with pilots of them, mostly the RCHO crew, generally beats the pod, generally beats the boom up bad enough that it gets replaced, even if it pops off. Chunks are missing or the paint is jacked, so we counted it as a gets-replaced component. Again, this came from asking owners of Funflies what they typically did post-crash. The raw is a trippy, trippy tricky topic. We didn't include canopies since they vary in cost wildly and a lot of pilots fly naked. The raw makes that difficult, though we were shown it can be done by a few folks removing the canopy and battery covers. Due to that, we ran the cost without a canopy. As for main shafts, goblin main shafts are hard to bend, but it can be done. Otherwise, they snap due to case hardening. Watched Bert do it, managed to bend one on a 580 as well when I borrowed one exploded. Definitely not as easily done on a Synergy or a line. Okay, and I'll read Eric's response to it. He said, in my case, for three crashes, it survived. uh, It survived two times. I'm going to suggest he's talking about the boom. One of them, it had some scratches. The other one, it looked like new, ready to mount on the heli. And my average from other goblins is 50-50, but of course it varies. I find it's like a tank and crashes very well. On the other side, there's Logo, which crashes badly, re-kit more often than not. Comparison of a couple of parts of these helis will be very misleading. I just wonder, maybe collecting info from pilots, those who have compar- those who have some comparison <coughs> on how these helis are crashing, would it be worth to do? It probably can't be ranked, but it would be useful info next year. <sighs> Does anybody else want to talk about this first before I go into it?
0: <laughs> go ahead, Monty. Because <laughs> I got, I mean, I... Yeah, we can come up with a million different ways these helicopters crash and come apart. We, you know,
3: there is—it's it, it's a really hard thing. I mean, we had to—it's really pick hard something to compare, and it had to be consistent throughout all everything. Um, I, I have had Krakens, and I can I can assure you, every time I crashed, I had to replace the boom every time they popped off just like they were supposed to. But they were broken up enough to where I didn't want to fly them anymore. Um, I've crashed my raw, and and, and,
1: I, and I would I would add there real quick, Cliff. That's probably what makes the raw so damn popular is how Goblin Booms don't come out unscathed.
3: Mm. Keep going. Um, I've crashed my raw. I actually I, I well I've crashed it too, but Ting crashed it. I mean he did a it was my fault the bag lock bad loctite anyhow boom didn't break boom was fine um it just you know there's there's it's hard to say and krakens you're pretty much always going to break those carters those lower you know lower gear carters um and they're expensive too uh it's just we have to pick something to compare everything
1: so i agree agree cliff um in a decade ago when we still had heli magazines uh that's where this idea came up from they ran a standard list of parts and and you know that's how they compared crash costs on the models uh yes there are variables that are um not easily tracked uh for example i mean mike and i will stand there and talk about the fact we watch a lot of guys fly really low and when they crash, they don't seem to beat the helicopters up. Almost any model. You know, some linkages and blades. And the rest of the heli seems to be fine. You're just
2: dissipating energy in the rotor. You're not actually throwing the frame into the dirt at that point.
1: Yep. Where as my flight style, a lot of times I'm usually what seems to be a hundred or more feet over the ground, and
2: dude, you smoked that Diablo in so goddamn hard, and you weren't even doing anything; <laughs> it just fell from the air and bent everything.
1: Yeah, the, I I bent I bent or tweaked every rotating shaft on that model and and so flight styles what's going on it's a huge amount of variables as as i thought about this you know one test we could do to to show this would be to do the the rockwell the rockwell hardness test on shafts from various man- manufacturers um you know, you could do a comparison where you test all the hardness on the shafts and and show. Well, here's a manufacturer who case hardens to the nth degree, and here's a manufacturer who believes in let it be soft so it never ejects anything.
4: Um, and I know where you're getting at. I know what brand you're talking about.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, previously a, a Synergy didn't harden to the nth degree. He he. No. You know, Matt believed in let it, it stay all together, but bend. That's why people get to keep their eyes. Um. You know, SAB has done a really good job in their hardening. I've I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it, because I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary, that they over-harden and create brittle shafts. Because that is something that can easily happen, is creating brittle shafts where it's been hardened. Yeah. But it just snaps. It snaps at a line. <clears throat>
4: <laughs> um, no, but so I've seen a goblin shaft uh, shear, you know, just completely snap. And that was... This was, I think, twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen spring fling. Uh, Bert was flying a uh, Goblin Speed, mm-hmm. and he's beaten the ever-living shit out of this thing. And he came in, came in hot, and he uh, he popped it, and just he uh, and he emitted. He 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 dumped them straight into the ground, and it was so hard. It hit so hard that the uh, the shaft snapped, and the rotor head went straight up
1: yeah the um, the shaft snapped he bent the motor shaft um, all the standoff um, columns that, that held up the the plate for the goblin they all shifted like everything yeah. that, that model <laughs> that model got beat up um,
4: it, it was it was completely destroyed but it took that much force because I mean, he was running that thing at like 2700 rpm stupid fast Yeah. Um, and so it took a lot of force. That, that's a lot of force to share that shaft.
1: My my, my only thought is is, is is there's really like two things that could be done. One, we, you know, Rockwell hard, hardness test all the shafts from every manufacturer we can get our hands on and more. The other would be to do kind of like how they test helmets for bicycles and motorcycles and oh, yes. uh, put them in various orientations and drop various weights on them and record what it breaks.
4: (laughs) I can do that testing. (laughs) Don't donate your shaft to. Oh, that's not so wrong. Um, Shaggy's looking for
0: shafts. We've already donated you our shafts there, Shaggy. Shaggy's looking
4: for shafts.
5: Uh, shut up!
1: Uh,
4: no, uh, no. So, so I, I think I that?
1: think that deal. You know, really, would be to test the hardness shafts and then you know take models, build them, and start putting them in rigs to drop various weights on them. Which, I'm sorry, I don't have the money to do.
4: Yeah, that sounds <laughs> expensive. No. Yeah. We need to ask. We need to ask Turek for that. <laughs> yeah. Um We're uh, we gonna borrow some yeah. you No, know, here's another thing though about like, so the whole safety factor. Like, well, is it? Is it safe to harden your shaft to the max where there's a potential that it could shear? Well, yes, it's not good for a part of your helicopter to eject, but I've seen several heads eject from helicopters, and guess what they do? They dissipate their energy, and then they fall, because the rotor head, it just—it's it's not, it's not biting the air anymore. It's creating drag, so the head just stops immediately. But I've seen, you know, you got the one that Burt crashed and it went, the head went straight up, but it just died and then fell back down. And then, of course, one RCHO, uh, a pilot was flying and the, the was doing Imperial TikToks and the shaft sh- uh, came off. It came towards him. Not I say it came towards him. It, it wasn't close, but. The, the the head, the, the rotor the rotor blades, the head, everything just died and just fell it was just dead weight. It, it, it wasn't was, like a rotating. But mass.
1: I think many of us who agree who were there, if that heli was closer, uh, it, it could have been dangerous. And it, it could have it could
4: have hurt, but I don't think it's gonna kill anyone.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't remember it well enough else than I think we all agreed if it was closer it could have been a lot different story. Sure. But um I think this kind of goes like this kind of goes like most other things in life you you take the risk you 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 know that there's yeah. risks and you and you and you take what you consider to be allowed and if you're the manufacturer, you do much the same
4: um I'm not saying that I'm not saying that a a piece of your helicopter a rotating mass of your of your model ejecting from from the helicopter is you know okay it is not it is definitely not okay it's bad, but it's not like. What I don't think is as much as people think it is. Where you see it, you see on these um, movies and stuff like that. You know, it's all Hollywood fake. Where like a, a prop on a plane comes off and it just keeps on going. No, it's gonna dissipate. It's gonna lose. It's it it doesn't have. It's not gonna carry that same axis. It's going to tip off balance. Sure, Shaggy. I think yes. I think
1: I think what you're trying to find <clears> here is a point, and uh, if you want to compare hard and soft shafts are really just going to tell you as to whether or not you know if one manufacturer has soft shafts and you should probably be prepared to replace the shafts if another manufacturer has hard shafts then a shaft may not be re- may not need to be replaced as often i mean uh in these comparisons we don't even talk about the bearings that you're gonna to have to go through when you smash a rotor head into the ground which also gets mm. into the um uh, a subjective part of, does the pilot even care if his bearings feel like mulched grass? Or, or And they're like, I don't care, send it. Or, you know, one notch in a bearing that they can feel I mean, dude, matters.
2: If you knew the garbage that Nick will fly home alone where no one can see him doing it because he doesn't want to deal with fixing helis constantly, mm. oh god. Yeah. <laughs> He put some of the RCHO, he sent me some pictures of uh, the bearings he pulls out of what he calls this beater bird when he's just putting flight after flight after flight on them. And they're, you know, they're messed up. You just fly around it. But you can go pretty damn far.
1: You can go far. I mean, when the when the tail shakes and the rotor head has shakes at certain RPMs or, or whatnot, you just go, I don't care, and you send it. And you know you enjoy the flight because it's not yeah. it's not. In but front you'll of notice all these
2: showbirds are like perfect. Yeah, but it's just kind of like how Tim Jones at one point really just didn't want to fly his cracked out Nitro because he'd have to fix the thing every ten flights. Yeah,
1: thirteen flights was like a hundred dollars in parts, and yeah, it's bearings. So, um, in the end, uh, it's a comparison for comparison. Um, uh, I enjoy the feedback. Uh, a lot of things are subjective, and we can only go but so far on it with our budget. Um, last bit of feedback from Eric was uh, speaking of virtual reality and simulators. He said, speaking of VR, I tried Helix, and I am blasted. It is the it, it is it is best VR out of all sims I tried graphics is superb photo fields are so well matched to VR world that they feel like 3d and on top of it you can control menus and change options with your mouse without taking off the headset. I'm so impressed with that rich you have to try it
0: yeah I'm going to um, I'm curious what what he's using um which headset he's using and how he's connecting to the computer and what video cards he's using yeah. Um, There's a lot of variables.
1: Yeah, Um, it's kind of my reason for staying away from VR is it it seems like another endless hole in PC hardware, and
2: uh, I ain't playing uh, the game. I haven't
0: updated my card yet, but I'm going to probably pretty shortly because prices are dropping like freaking flies.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm going to hate the fact Uh, that I got forced into
0: buying a 3080 Ti. Yeah, I'm, I was going to look for a 3070 mid. I may look for a 3080. 80 um, I don't know. We'll see. Prices are coming down to normal. So, well, after the crypto death. Yeah, so it, it, if that continues, I'll be adding a new video card shortly, and then I'll be able to get my frame rates and stuff up a little bit.
1: I shared a meme the other day about Bitlo- uh, uh, people buying um, Bitcoin. Uh, their next convention will be outside in tents. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, it is what it is, but yeah, I appreciate the comment I do intend to uh to try it. I know that right now getting the frame rate high enough um with my current video card um has been a challenge on a couple of them yeah because um, you know, it's 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 driving two video you know t- two eye you know each eye separately, so um, yeah, anyway, yeah, we'll have something about this in the future.
1: So, next up, iTunes. No new iTunes reviews. Give us some iTunes reviews. Uh, Podbean, RC. he said, or he or she said, looking forward to hearing your opinions on the Spirit Pro. I have one, but never use it. <laughs> okay. I'm sad that you have it and never use it.
5: Yeah.
1: I would say get another helicopter and put it on there and take some time with it. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the Spirit Pro as well. Facebook reviews and comments. Um, The only real thing people are responding about is to old episodes when I asked what you'd like to hear, but I've come up with an idea that you'll probably hear on this episode at the end when uh, we go to air this. Next up is Flybarless Project News. Uh, Three Flybarless controllers remain, the Spirit, the Spectrum, and the CGY uh most all of you or many of you or those local to us have seen we're flying the spectrum so for the first time i'll ever tell you what we're flying um we had to update on the firmware on it and that means that every one of us had to refly it
0: <laughs>
1: yeah uh we did get the chance and rich got to fly the protos for the first or yeah. second time
0: yeah Yeah, well, that was that was fun we'll talk about that
1: yeah we'll talk about that when we get to that episode That gets us into a main topic, which is really Dragonfly, or life-changing changes, as we put it. (laughs) 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 Let's get this started! Oh, um, Dragonfly.
0: So, we all made it? No. Almost. Most of us
1: made it. most of us made it.
0: Yeah, most of us made it. One of Um, us has
1: never been to Dragonfly and he's coming up for stories. (laughs) Yeah. What?
0: Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, um, Cliff, you were the first one to get there, right? You got there? I was actually
3: uh, the first one to get there. Oh, really? Brown noser. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Hey. Got to get it. So, you
0: got there thirsty. You got Thursday morning is when you pulled it. I in?
3: got there about lunchtime on Thursday. Lunchtime? Yeah. And uh several there were three or four others that came in pretty quick after I did.
4: Hey, Cliff. What? What did you have for lunch that day? Yeah.
3: Um,
4: it it everyone must know. Huh? You got to talk in every little detail. <laughs> no. Shut up, Shaggy. <laughs> Go back and sleep. <laughs> Gladly. Actually, I uh, yes, th- I am actually gonna be leaving, so good night, y'all. No, no, oh,
0: actually, hey, wait a minute. I didn't mean it that way.
4: No. No, no, I'm serious. I'm actually I actually gotta go. You said that from the beginning. Talk yeah, to you, you there, Shaggy.
0: Yeah. All right, Shaggy. Have a good night, right. man.
4: Don't we'll drag it to on the... too long. Whatever. See you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.
0: Bye. Yeah, you got there, then I got there a little what dinner time ish, I guess. Um we got set up.
1: <sighs> wow that's just riveting guys come on
3: well i mean that, that's how exciting is it we got there we got set up we started flying it was great i mean the event was great um yeah getting to see everybody um i mean I, uh and mark i don't know i don't remember when mark came i don't remember mark's last name but he flies for vario and he had like a whole trailer full of big super scale helicopters, um yep, really cool to watch him fly those that was neat that was that was really neat uh, most were electric, but he did have one turbine um
1: so you're talking about Mark Smith and he runs a website where he does uh scale work for folks mm-hmm. called heliworkshop.com oh, that's cool.
3: Yep. So, you know, when he was flying his turbine, uh, I asked him, "I'm like, dude, can I fly that?" He just kind of looked at me. I said, "Wait, I got a turbine waiver." <laughs> no, not really. That's a joke. I didn't really ask. <laughs> but you do have a turbine, yeah. waiver. A turbine <laughs>
1: waiver. A turbine waiver. Turbine,
3: turbine, turbine. Whichever you'd like it to be.
1: Uh, well, one's a hat, and one's one's a head covering, and one's a, a propulsion system.
0: I might have both. Yeah. Is that like, do you say rougher roof?
1: What are we talking about?
0: A rough or a roof?
1: What are we talking about?
3: The thing on the house, I think. Roof. Yeah. Do you have a roof or a rough?
0: Yeah, roof. roof. Yeah. See, you just know, you guys are from the south. Go north.
1: No, I think you're just illiterate. Keep going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, we, there wasn't any night flying. For, well, there was some night flying Thursday night. Um, yep. Who had the... Somebody had... Lamont's. Lamont. Yeah,
3: dude? Lamont showed up there, and he couldn't wait to start flying these night blades. He had to get flying these night blades real quick, like almost even before it got dark, because he was trying mm. to get his juice in. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: he enjoys he enjoys uh, 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 sunset like just after sunset pulls at yes. night blades. I, I don't.
3: He's gotten really good too. He's been doing a lot of sim time, lot of uh, lot of practicing at the field. He's gotten. Noticeably better than he was last his, year. His,
1: his, yeah, his flying. Yeah. He's he's enjoying it. Um, he's enjoying it. But I got some feedback later in the episode, and I'll need Mike's help to uh, to uh, help with this feedback.
2: <laughs> what was that?
1: Uh, just it's it, 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 soon, Mike. Soon, soon, soon. Don't worry, soon. Okay.
0: <laughs> so then we got up what Friday morning, and more people started showing up.
3: It, and it was hot. It, it was it. hot it was a lot hot um didn't stop anybody though everybody seems you know still pretty happy to be there and sweat to death and fly the whole time um you know i mean it was it was just i guess all the normal but you know like nick wisdom jamie burkholder charles carrington um trying to go down the line and think of everybody i saw uh dan mernane um course all the RCHO you know uh, guys. Jay Rodney uh, DJ Alex uh, I got to fly Alex's raw 800 that was really neat I liked that a lot um, it flies a lot like the Puma but it autos so good I mean the you can you can just about watch the blade stop and it's still flying it's cool I want one bad <laughs> um, of course uh john elrod um there were a few other people there i didn't know i think they were friends of ben ben minor um he was there uh-huh. too um yeah
0: i spent a lot of time with ben on thursday yeah. oh on tell him about you Saturday. spooling up your diablo that was awesome dude that was freaking awesome
5: <laughs>
3: um
0: for about 30 seconds of sheer fucking terror um,
5: <laughs>
0: it was like, if
3: it makes you feel any better um, you weren't the only one that was scared <laughs> yeah i know i i didn't i didn't
0: see but i heard people moving away from the line um
3: yeah it was
5: oh.
0: let's just say that i went to spool it up it hadn't been we hadn't made it yet or i haven't made it yet and um i hadn't i'd spun it up on the bench a few times but didn't pay real close attention to rpm or anything and um i had moved some parts from one model to that model and didn't do all my due diligence and i didn't do do, i had set it up before spring fling but hadn't flown it since then or hadn't tried to so i didn't remember where everything was left and so i kind of quickly went through it and um we walked out there and i set it down and spun it up and yeah
3: it had all of it. It was like nine
0: thousand. Um, it was. I was. It
3: was. I was waiting to see the blades come zinging out of there. It was
0: twenty four eighty four. Um. We That's later figured piece. out, and actually, it would have been less than that because that was without blades on it. So, with blades and stuff on it, it was probably considerably lower than that. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was. It had all of it, no matter um what flight mode or whatever. It was ignoring um. Anything that I had set up on the radio as far as head speed went. So um, I didn't take off. Nothing drastic happened except for, you know, pooping a little maybe. (laughs) And, um, you know, I just hit throttle hold and walked back and we checked everything and went through. And Ben was pretty sure I just hadn't done the mode one, mode four thing. And um, but when we did that, it repeated the same behavior. And so we did some other checking um thought we might have it walked out tried it again and it was the same thing um, but this time i actually got off the ground um it leaped off the ground on me and um so sit and I it sat there in a hover at yeah probably 2300 would be my guess somewhere in there so it was screaming uh
1: uh 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 what became what was the actual issue that caused this did you ever finally figure it out
0: we haven't i haven't f- figured out the actual issue but i know what the i know where the problem is it's in the radio
3: um and it
0: had nothing to do with the contronic had nothing to do with flight controller um it has to do with a setting in my radio somewhere we think it's a mix or something but i moved all of the settings from a flying helicopter same flight controller same motor wait same bind. same receiver you say
2: Mixing the radio, but we looked at your jetty on the servo monitor, and you had normal no outputs out- for your throttle signal. Right.
0: Exactly. But here's the two things that we did do to isolate it. One was um, we went ahead and t- I took out another 760, then bound it to his 32MZ, and um, didn't have the problem. So then I took the next morning, Sunday, or saturday um spent quite a bit of time i did exactly the same thing i set up a whole new model just bound it or set up the throttle channel and it worked normally so same radio same receiver same fly bar everything was the same except i bound it to a different model in the radio Um, it was a complete new setup and it worked normally so i've got something in that setup in that that i was bound memory in the model memory something is weird um so i started building a new model um it's it's a couple of nights work to do that on the jetty with all the conditions and everything so it's i haven't messed with it anymore since we got back um but i will finish it up here shortly but it's something that i looked and looked and looked for hours what you know looking for something stupid i couldn't find anything and i know i say mix it, who knows what it is um because I haven't found it yet, I plan to look for it though. But I am going to just set up a whole new clean model, um, save that clean model for future use instead of moving from model to model. You know, just copying one model over and changing yeah. what it was you know, not necessary. I just, um, I picked something up someplace because it's definitely, your, definitely. Your jetty
1: trick. Your, your jetty picked up some COVID.
0: Yeah, or something. But it's definitely in the radio. It didn't do it. It doesn't do it on a new model. It doesn't yeah. do it on a model with a different radio. And a different fly barless. It works fine. It has nothing to do with the speed controller. Speed controller works perfectly fine. No, Cliff's just trying um, to start
1: drama because that's his that's his forte in life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's just, um, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, and I and I should have checked it closer before I put blades on it and set it down. I don't understand
3: um, how RCHO keeps on getting new members. They got a brand new member that came out with his camper flying Daniel, and is and actually brought his mm-hmm. wife out too. Uh, I think her name was Corey, I believe. Um, they actually
2: put her on the buddy box. Um, I'll tell you how they do it. How do they do it? It's the same way that Fredericksburg is finding ways to scare everyone else off. <laughs> fun. Yeah. It's very simple. Make it fun. Have good people around. And uh, Unfortunately, Fredericksburg is eh, not Doing so much the that opposite. anymore. Yeah, pretty much. All the, I mean, there's a handful of people there that are still fun. Meanwhile, it's a bunch of pattern guys just like to make lots of noise now. I'm not even. Bunch
1: of douchebaggery.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, to get back to. Yeah. Dragonfly, so, oh, Dragonfly. So, so I was going to say, Scott.
1: <laughs> now that we've lost all the listeners and they've just fast forwarded it through this. Yeah,
0: because we started off with, "Hey, we're going to kill everybody with a Diablo," but it didn't turn out to be that
3: Scott way. Scott put Corey um, on the buddy box and was letting her fly around. She was doing pretty good with it and everything. And I just remember at one point, you know, Scott was letting her go, you know, pretty far, pretty close to the ground, that kind of thing before he would catch it. And there was this one time and she was trying to she was looking down trying to get her stick set so when he handed it to her she would have her stick set where she wanted it you know so it would pretty much just sit there and hover so she was looking down at the stick scott was looking at the helicopter but it was just steadily flying away and he's like all right go ahead and pull up a little bit yep pull up a little bit and she's just steadily looking down at the transmitter the whole time the helicopter's going down 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 (laughs) and finally he caught it at the last second and she's like all right i'm ready now and he's like, "What? You weren't flying that?" And neither one of them knew that she was supposed to be flying it. Yeah. <laughs> I know I, of at least one other time Scott did that.
1: I thoroughly enjoy watching great pilots try and buddy box, who uh, <laughs> who run into these kind of issues.
3: <laughs> mm. And Monty, you won the auto contest.
1: i have not gotten there yet.
3: Oh. We're gonna save that. I ain't going there yet. Okay. Yeah,
1: unless it's the you No, know, 'cause uh, uh 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 I got the protos over to Rich, but um he's found a new he's found a new thing at the field. He's become like uh Scott Cliff where uh his new thing is to wrench on his helicopters ah, during the fun fly. Oh no,
0: yeah. no, no,
1: yep. no. Yeah, no. yeah. Every fun fly I, I was, I've seen you at the last year and a half, you spent all the time wrenching. He's
0: not wrong. No. Yeah. What did I wrench on at Hell Extravaganza? <sighs> oh, I. Oh, I'm sorry. I fixed the frickin' Protoss CG, and that was it. That was the only thing I touched.
3: Anyhow. Oh,
1: no. Yeah, wrenching. Spend all your time yeah. wrenching.
0: So I'm gonna keep on going. I didn't spend a lot um, of time wrenching this time.
1: Spring Fling. Spring Fling was wrenching. Springfling twenty twenty one was wrenching. MoDown twenty twenty one was wrenching.
0: I wasn't wrenching on my stuff.
1: Springfling twenty twenty two was wrenching.
0: You're full of shit. I wasn't wrenching on my stuff. You... you
1: say that so often that almost every episode I say, no duh, my eyes are brown. I'm full of it up to my eyes. Oh, whatever.
3: <laughs> it's not
0: usually my stuff.
3: Any excuse
1: wrenching.
0: is
3: better than none.
1: He's like the oh. fun fly Ian Joel. Wrenching. Oh,
0: fuck you. <laughs> and all your damn brown eyes. You got any uh, tech tips, Fuckin Rich? A, man. Yeah, I'll give you a tech tip. <laughs> a tip. And I know what to do
3: with them. <laughs> Just the tip.
0: Just the tip, baby.
3: So, Dragonfly was... I had a great time. I think I think everybody there had a fantastic time. It was, It. you know... John was John Titus with the CD. They put on a really good event. Um, they had you know light towers out there. I think everybody enjoyed all that. It was great. It um, was late night flying. everybody was having a good time with that.
1: If John if John or anyone who works there happens to get a hold of this podcast, I would give them the critical feedback of, please make the flying stations more visually obvious than the explanation given where you point in general directions towards the flight line.
2: Hey, I've got one in that same vein. <laughs> I am well aware of what a 50-50 raffle is. Yes, yes. <laughs> Take that microphone away from that dude.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. It's like my guy, the same 60 people that were here three hours ago, are the same 60 people here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I get it, man. I know why you're doing it, but for the love of God, at least turn the volume down. Those are PA speakers.
1: No, that's always been a uh, that's always been a, a highlight of of uh, Rams Club is the uh, PA speakers that blow your ears out. But as as I would find out later in the day, uh, I was far enough away I couldn't hear them. Boy, what is it? So I flew I flew my flights. I flew my flights. I had two flights on my 520 and one flight on the Wraith. Steve and went live uh, on Facebook while I was flying the Wraith, and I was out there doing some F3C-style stuff, which I was enjoying. I, I do find I really enjoy flying my helicopters. All the other stuff, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I was finishing up flying, they are like, we're going to do an auto contest. And they were talking about it for a bit. But uh, the weekend previous, I had broken the single most expensive part of my wraith. And I have a fresh set on there for my kit in a box of new landing gear. And uh, I'm a little gun shy on my (laughs) landing gear right now.
2: (laughs) You've got goblin syndrome.
1: Yeah, I kind of do. I'm doing autos, but I'm still setting them down hard. I've I've got to do more autos. I just got to do more autos, and I'll get it clean.
2: All that time that you got so proficient in planting the helicopter, is now terror inducing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the one-piece landing gear that's that's welded and is all metal is
2: uh. Well, I guess uh, we're gonna TIG weld that sucker. Hell. You know, gonna, gonna make some Hulk gear for you. The
1: problem is, is that the struts still are metal and they do not bend back, which is what the Diablo metal struts used to do. And at some point, the helicopter doesn't sit level, and bending it back is uh, not really easily possible without herking without 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 really.
0: Yeah, uh, on, on a Diablo once it's once it's bent, it's it softens the metal enough that they just
2: continue to yeah they bend all the time. Yeah. yeah, I guess Spectre gear then, huh?
1: The helicopter is tall without landing gear. My my landing my my helicopter with landing gear and the landing gear only gives it like an inch above the ground between the frame and the ground is as tall as your Spectre. The moment I put Spectre gear on the friggin' thing, I am now going to have a Skyjacker kit on my friggin' heli.
2: Yeah, boy. Faux by foe. <laughs> but yeah, you man. might
0: want to do an auto then.
1: Oh, no, I'm not afraid to do autos. Just I was <laughs> hesitant that, that Saturday. That day? <laughs> um, I did do an autos on the Wraith, but, yeah, I finished my flight. And um, I boxed everything up, and they started the auto contest um, to which uh, DiPaolo, Cliff, and Lamont went out there and had their fun. But I would call their I would call their display... How would you say it, uh, DePaulo?
2: Well, I went out there... No, no, no.
1: How? What was the word you would use for what I would say?
2: Well, I went out there, and even I was like, dishonorable display. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dishonorable. I mean,
2: my, 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 like, Lamont <laughs> <this laughs> and Cliff, tonight. I did
1: not spend this much time in autos with you to freaking be that far away.
2: <laughs> oh, it was only like 14 inches.
1: 14 inches? Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I was a little bit upset, because when Robert pointed out, like, you know how much time we spent with these two? I'm like, oh. Okay, yeah, now I'm angry. God damn it. Now now, now I'm mad. I'm mad now. That's all it takes. At first, I was just like, yeah, well, they're having fun. And then Robert goes and points out that, and I'm like, oh. Well, so. (laughs) Flared to.
3: So, it it wasn't. So I, know, I have lots of excuses here. I
2: didn't plan to do it to start
3: with, and uh, Lamont wanted to, but he didn't have a helicopter. You know he what? didn't have a battery charge, so he took my helicopter. I didn't
2: plan to do it either.
3: Lamont took my helicopter and had his transmitter, and then by the time everything was there, I flew my helicopter with his transmitter. Then he flew his heli- he flew my helicopter with his transmitter. And then Monty just came in and beat everybody using my helicopter and his transmitter. No, Lamont's transmitter. <laughs> That's what I mean. I, yeah, my helicopter, yeah. Lamont's transmitter.
1: Uh, it was, it's Uh, it's a fun feeling to take someone else's transmitter and helicopter unflown and just go win an auto contest.
4: <laughs> you, were, you were scooting up
3: there. I don't, you didn't like just stick it right there.
1: You were. Uh, yeah, I no, it was. It was it, it uh, yeah. wasn't the cleanest of autos, but hey, man, as a as a as a former uh, Dragonfly Auto contest winner, I, I had to represent.
2: <laughs> I'm salty that everyone kept telling me to do style points, and I greased that shit, and come to find out, it don't matter. <laughs> I, you, you <laughs> know, I was a little bit salty because th- you know what? Hold on, I had people come up afterwards and tell me like that was a beautiful inverted auto. That shit was smooth. And they're like, well, thank you. It doesn't mean anything, though, because <laughs> the thing is, like, okay, all right. So, personal grievance. Take ten seconds. Everyone who loves to do inverted autos, where they haul ass at themselves, spin that damn thing up to stun factor, get f***ed, and then flip it over at the last minute, like you're trying to dodge a Ginsu knife. Like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, like, every time I see that, I'm like, oh, is he going to hit himself this time? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. I maybe know what I'm he's just...
1: aiming for, his forehead.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess I'm just jaded, right? Because, like, the guys that taught me inverted autos were, uh, like, all the like, ironically, all the guys who used to smash everything they owned at HOD. But, like, those dudes when they did inverted autos, they like, one of the guys, I can't remember his name, maybe it wasn't one of the brothers Graham that did it. But the dude would come in with a 700 nitro, inverted, right? Speed it up, but then he would drag that thing inverted maybe three inches off the ground with the rotor disc just, and just hang the bastard for like 100 feet, pop it up just a tiny bit, slow roll it, and then park it at his feet. And I'm like, that's hot. I
1: think, I think that's, that's – it, it was awesome because I remember those, Mike. Those are awesome, but I think that is, has been left in the day of the torque tube.
2: And, I mean, I don't know, man. I did it with my Spectre. Not not quite as impressive as in terms of distance, but I came in and, and held oh, that thing. Oh,
1: man. I, I remember watching him on the front line at Fredericksburg, did, like, inverted, just just cruising along, inverted at an auto level, like, above the ground. Oh,
2: dude, it, w- it was an empty 700 nitro torque tube. You can't touch that. Yeah. I mean, I got close with the Spectre. I, I, but I didn't do any hundred feet hang time like that. It's Ew. just maddening. No, the- but the thing is, is like you float that thing in there and you slow roll it over, and it sounds so damn cool. And then you just slide it right in front of yourself, and I'm like, yeah, that that's hot. I don't know. I guess everyone just loves circle jerk well, stuff.
1: Autos is all I have. Autos is autos is all I have that I do better than all the 3D smack guys. So I'm not gonna let you live it down. That that your autos are atrocious. I mean, who the f*** drops a heli like f- over sixty feet from above ground straight down, and expects anything other than broke heli?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, no comment on that. Yeah, one.
1: looking at you, Alex. <laughs> I'm
2: not. I'm not. I was watching him do it. And I'm like, he's not.
3: <laughs> if it wouldn't have been that eight hundred, it would have gone into pieces. Oh, dude, the eight hundred still broke. <sighs> I
2: was watching him do that, and I'm thinking... Dude, Alex, you
1: can throw down. You're an awesome pilot. You're awesome with planes as well. And then you just drop it straight in? (laughs) That's not how autos work.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure where he was going with that. I I remember watching that and thinking, man, this is like... This is like what everyone told me. Don't do, or you will break stuff. Well,
3: he he did say, I can't do long slow floaty autos he's like i'm just starting to practice
2: these with this helicopter (laughs) you know now is not the time to be trying to practice those in
1: hindsight
2: but send it in
1: hindsight nitro forced a previous generation of pilots to learn to auto
2: Yeah, it's like learn it or else. Yeah, or else
1: every flight could be destined for a re-kit. I mean,
2: even regular helis, like just being able to get the thing on the ground when shit goes south is... Dude, how many times, Robert, were you at Fredericksburg just you and I when either I was flying your stuff or my stuff and something just broke? And I got a helicopter back and we laughed about it instead of crying about it. Yeah, I, like the... I exploded your tail gears in the E seven hundred. Yeah, that was cool. I shot a pin out of my N seven, like eight hundred feet up, and had to do a pirouetting auto back. That was cool. The five five six, I somehow broke a tail blade in flight, and that was cool.
1: I ran, I ran my, I ran my line six hundred nitro and my, and my Thunder Tiger X fifty out of fuel Completely so many times, or the the glow plug quit, or. Something went wrong, and you just, you know, okay.
2: <laughs> Dude, if I think about Doing all auto. the money I haven't spent in helicopter parts, because I could get that shit back to me, oh, man. That's several free kits.
1: Yeah, but mm. these guys have experienced, on the other hand, where they've been flying for years with electrics and, and nitros, and they, they, they've, they've managed the forced auto once or twice where the model forced it but the moment they went to go practice an auto they freaking planted the thing (laughs) and they're like I'll never practice an auto again
3: it's hard to think about flipping that switch for the first time when you're not really comfortable doing it yeah
2: it was you know what though it's just like a pyro flip there's ways to slowly introduce it without going ham you don't have to it's just like you know what it's just like when you learn autos in a full scale Um, they don't let you touch the ground yep no. they don't happen because the risk is too much there and everything else you, you cut power and you float down and then alright yeah good enough kick the power back on same thing with the RC heli you don't have to touch down I'm pretty sure the smack talk videos from ye olde days touched on that
1: well to be honest if at this point you're like hmm I wonder if Telerotor has actually done an uh, episode on auto rotations yes we did episode 18 auto rotations we put it out May 24th 2019 where we talked full way through freaking autos and, and ways to do it so if you're interested, there you go we actually have an episode to, to help you out
0: yeah, maybe it's time to do an updated one that we would say the same thing
1: we would say the same thing um, yeah, because we went so far I actually recorded audio for that episode to, to give you guys examples of things I want to hear when a model's descending and, and talking about flying the pattern you know, the rotation pattern that, that long glide pattern uh, with a low head speed so you can just practice it without touching down to make sure you can bring a helicopter into the, into the same area consistently, but yeah, um, now y'all can do 3D really really well, and uh, I can't, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna lord it over you. You can't do autos until you're doing autos better than me, and then I'm just gonna go quietly fly by myself at the field. <laughs> hey, <don't Robert. laughs>
2: just Take your ball and go home, buddy. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know uh, the the other thing is uh, remember what two weeks ago uh, 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 at Milton you remember I was showing you uh, I could do piro flips um, they're ugly but I'll do them you know I, what they count they count it's like
2: when I watched I watched Cliff do them like he's the whole time heaven and all and I'm standing there with Ting and, and like all right let's see this last time I, he showed me this he tried to kill me <laughs> I, I got PTSD from that <laughs> shit <laughs> I had to save my own life. He didn't uh, but, uh, die. No, he.
1: Your P. We, your yeah. PTSD of of Cliff's original puro flips is so bad, even Ben's impacted by <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. You know what? The reason I get, we didn't die because I took the damn helicopter. Well, that was what you were supposed to do. Yeah, but you're not supposed to get that crazy. You wanted, you
1: wanted to do pyro flips like 30 feet off the deck and within like 20 feet of well, us. I'm
2: old. I can't see it very good if it's very <laughs> far away. I mean, that's a valid excuse, let's be honest. I, I tell people when they try to hover a plane the first time, like, you got to get closer or you can't see it. <laughs> it's going to be harder. I had to learn that myself. Yeah. Um. But no, he went and did it when I was like, yeah, those don't actually look that bad. They count. Yeah, that counts. That definitely counted. They
1: count. No, um... No, it's funny having not flown a lot between now and spring fling. Uh, I just you know, nut up or shut up. Went out there and do pyro flips, and um, some things come back easier, and some things don't. Like uh, I know when I was doing the F3C style flying, the my up lines weren't as clean. My up and down lines weren't as clean as they were before I uh, slowed down on the flying. So. Some things, like, just nut up, shut up, do it. And other things are like, hey, that's not like okay, I remembered. I'm not doing well. Like, okay. <laughs> but, no, it was uh, it was pretty fun to, uh, I, you know, I don't want to beat up on their auto contest because I think that would be wrong. Um, I've had auto contests with much more stringent rules, and it's not as fun. And they had more fun. So, more of those. I was like, guys were
0: having fun. It was, it was fun. And those of us that were watching were having fun. You so. know
2: what? I'm a... I'm always a fan. Yeah, more I'm a, I'm of a fan of the... Uh, Throw sort of the blade holder out there. Whoever gets closest to the nose wins. Yeah. It's always a good time.
1: I won me a set of blades.
2: And then there's the Ooh. time we do that, and I find a way to destroy Travis's blade holder with my blades. So that was a good time.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Um. Whoops have to do it for fun. We have to figure out some way, you know, I'd love to see recommendations for people on how to make an auto contest fun and not put a lot of rules to it. And for those who want to make a contest horrible like uh Raja, um y'all need to take your ball and go somewhere else.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Then the sliding auto contest is pretty fun too. Yeah. I don't know. Ask Brandon Cooper about that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> There's some
2: yeah, that was some good <laughs> shit. Yeah. He didn't even practicing. make it to the contest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say, what's he didn't even make it there?
1: Uh,
0: he was the best crash of the day, and he
3: wasn't even in the contest.
1: Yeah, he 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 was practicing right up to the last minute when he wasn't anymore, and he wasn't in the contest.
3: And nobody offered yeah. to let them use his helicopter. It's because we saw him <laughs> practicing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, to be clear, I actually walked up to Cliff and was like, Cliff, can I, can, I, can I use your helicopter? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you have to ask <laughs> Lamont, it's his transmitter. <laughs> i like, what? I don't think Lamont cares about his transmitter unless I'm going to spike the transmitter. Just oh, he got rid of those
2: be things. happy he didn't have the mushroom sticks on there. Yeah. Because you know, every single time I picked his alley up, I was like, these are terrible, you're terrible, the world is terrible, all because of these sticks.
1: I expected I expected Lamont to yell out "fum," and
2: yeah.
1: I and I didn't, and I'm kind of sad. <laughs> kind of sad. Kind of sad, Lamont. Yeah. And I know you don't listen to the show, so you'll never hear you this.
2: You see him this weekend, maybe you can tell him. That. No,
1: I'm not gonna tell him. I'm gonna wait till he listens to the show, and he doesn't, and he tells me about, and he and he and he finally listens one time and listens about it.
2: Five years from now. Five years from he's now. He's gonna come just running at you.
1: Yeah. You got my phone number, Lamont. You call me. <laughs> I didn't see Maddie fly at all, Cliff. You say she flew. She's flying better. I didn't see her fly. Oh, she,
3: she did flew. a loop, and then things happened. Did a whoop. That was that was a roll. Did you see the roll?
1: I heard about her rolls that turned into barrel rolls, which were destined for the ground. Yeah,
3: buddy. I barely snatched one out of the ground. Um, I hit every switch on that controller, and uh, <laughs> none of them made it get back up in the air.
1: This is a this is a V control, correct? It
3: was, but it was I, it just everything happened so fast. She was already doing it low. Yeah. Rescue
0: started, smash. Rescue ended. Well, she had done one really well. She
3: did that was it. She did one really well, and she's like, I want to do it again. So now I'm not paying quite as much of attention, and yeah, she turned her. So you know, if she's going to do the just the roll, just you know, give it a little bit of positive, just to kind of pop it up and do it. But she's like, nope. Just yank the aileron right over and let her eat.
1: Do not, do not teach her to pop the positive before she starts a roll.
3: She can't just yank, yank it over there. She can't. She
1: didn't yank it over there. She didn't pull any positive out. Hence, when it went inverted, it pulled itself towards mm-hmm. the ground. This is true. You he, he, need to teach her to actually move the collective but if you teach her to pop the collective then we have the lesson you and I have had where you start trying to do rolls I'm like why are you popping the collective <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah yeah. but I'd rather break that habit than
1: plow a helicopter in the ground don't teach her bad habits to begin with
0: well if she, if she moved it in towards negative got it to zero while she was upside down she, she was doing them that.
3: some more later too and actually flying through them and she can actually fly through it better than just do a roll
0: well, it's a hell of a lot easier to do it that
1: way. I think one of the best lessons I ever got from Todd Bennett, and I think it applies to Steve's Steve's uh, Endless Tail Slide, and, and, and God knows it applies to me because Mike has been there when I've pulled all the elevator and all the collective and the model barely avoids the ground, is uh, go to neutral in the collective and use your cyclic to get the model straight.
2: When in doubt, do not use all the pitch. Yeah. Bad things happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's probably one of the best lessons Todd Bennett I, I ever learned from him. And and God knows I could practice it more, but it works really well, especially when I'm doing these puro flips lately. I, I noticed and I come out like I was doing them at, at, at Dragonfly, and I was coming out badly, and I was like, zero the pitch, work the cyclic. <laughs> okay, everything's all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So after the auto contest, what dinner was next? It was.
1: Yeah, that was that was when Mike and I went home.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you guys left. uh, Ben left. There was a few other guys that pulled out, but a bunch of guys had dinner. Again, John and those guys um, did a really good job putting together some barbecue for us and beans and macaroni and cheese and
3: Was um, it beef or pork? Pork.
1: Pork. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, I I brought my second oldest daughter with me, and she doesn't consume pork. Mm. was it good
3: it was good it was good good because it was
2: good they did a good job i wanted to run over there and like grab a bucket of it and just throw it in the raft and be like this is my dinner for one in the morning
0: (laughs) well you could have maybe not a bucket but i'm sure you could have grabbed some
2: Uh, if they had to-go boxes i absolutely would have done it it looked
0: good yeah it was good it it was good the mac and cheese was good i don't eat beans but i heard they were pretty good lord Uh, lord monty was like we gotta go
1: well, if you're gonna go back with the crew, yeah, man, we were we were heading out. It was it was a funny drive.
2: Ben wants his subway.
1: Yeah, we went to Subway in, in King Kingston, and, uh-huh. and got fuel, and then I got stung by a bee, mm. and oh, that
5: was fun. It, yeah,
1: well, he had landed on my shirt, and then I brushed my forearm past him, and he hit me twice, and I can still see the marks on my forearm. But I was like, hey, you're an asshole, and I brushed him away. I like picked my shirt and brushed him away, and then. I brushed him out of the car, but yeah, he. I
3: would have stumped that motherfucker.
1: <laughs> uh, I had already beat him up really bad. I don't think he was getting back up from it.
3: Well, that was about the time of day that the rest of my weekend started going to complete shit.
1: Saturday evening.
3: <laughs> yeah. So Saturday evening, my generator started acting up. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't going off, but it wasn't running right. And started checking everything, the little spark arrestor uh screens and all that, they were dirty, so you know, I took all those out and it was still running, but it still wasn't right. Whatever, no big deal. It 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 is what it is. And keeping on going, probably about twelve thirty or so that night. I'm like, Well, let me just go ahead and fill it up, getting ready to go to bed. Filled it up and went back in and it was like 30 seconds after I got back inside the camper, everything shut off. I'm like, oh, this is bad. Because it was hot. I mean, it was really, really hot and really humid. So I'm like, this is bad. It was really hot. Um, Futsed around with the generator for a while. Couldn't really make it happy. Wouldn't make it keep going. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm packing up, going home. Done. I'm done. And everybody's like, no, no, you know, here, you can... You know we we were we were making arrangements stuff was going to happen everybody was going to still have a place to stay with air conditioning and all that kind of stuff and uh, i'm like you know what i'll just i'll give it a few minutes let it try to i don't know cool down i don't know whatever and see what happens it so all that happened we went ahead and started it back up and it was running really bad but it was running and it actually ran all night so i was happy enough with that Got up the next day, you know, still running great. Shut everything off, packed everything up, started heading home, and that's when even more fun happened. The I, I'm not a mechanic, and I don't know much about mechanicin, but <laughs> the 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 turbo tube popped off in the truck, and uh, so. I'm like, all right, so
2: like the one that comes off the turbo and goes to your intake. Side, yeah, that's
3: like. it. That's the one. So that'd
2: be
1: the cold. That would be cold side, correct, Mike? Yep, cold side. I don't. Yeah. I do not
3: know the pressure side. Yep. So I didn't have a clamp. Um, I'm like, well, maybe some zip ties will hold it. And I put those <laughs> on. Started it up. Yep. Nope. That didn't work. So.
2: Oh uh, yeah, it's like 40 plus pounds. It's a lot.
3: I got down the road just a little bit, and I found some uh, some some old dude in a pickup truck and he had some wire so i got that out there and you know wrapped it around there and squeezed it down with pliers and all that kind of stuff i'm like all right it should should go ahead and hold now so it did and i'm like all right i think we'll have it fixed at least till i can get a clamp and then the we had gone i don't know a minute maybe two minutes down the road from there and a warning came on the truck, said, you know, keep driving. You need to clean the DEF. I'm like, well, I plan to keep driving. So kept driving for about another 30 seconds, and the whole truck just went into, like, super bad limp mode. It was doing, like, five miles an hour. I'm like, this is bad. So we pull over, and we were on the side of I-74 for five hours. The, uh, they called the service tech guy. He came out. Um, this this was not the brightest bulb in the box here he was actually that special kind of special um, at the end of <laughs> so the what, whole, you found a relative uh, it was bad man it was, it was just <laughs> bad at the end of it you know he he's done a couple of things to it and now the truck's not even running I'm like yeah you really fixed this one there buddy and uh, he's like well we got a couple of choices on what we can do here I'm like alright he's like well we can get it towed. Uh, uh, all right, what is the other choice? Well, <laughs> I, I guess we could just leave it here. And that's when I looked at him, and I told him, I'm like, you are that special kind of special, aren't you? So did you tell him that? I did tell him that.
1: <laughs> we found Cliff's limits. <laughs> uh,
3: I was, a dude, five hours on the side of the road. Yeah, it was, it, it was bad. Um, anyhow, we it went ahead and got it towed. They towed it to the Chevy place and uh the the tow truck driver was great he loaded the truck up we got the camper unhooked he pulled that back too so all that was great we're sitting at the chevrolet place and uh of course I've, i'm like i'm still three and a half hours from home
1: and it's a sunday and it's
3: sunday and uh i talked to scott's um good buddy of mine scott lounsbury uh, some of you guys you guys all know him yeah, and uh i'm like hey man what are you doing He's like, oh, nothing. What are you up to? I'm like, oh, I'm down here in North Carolina, stuck. He's like, uh, you need me to come get you? I'm like, uh, if you're serious, sure. He was he, and he like left right then. I don't know if he was doing anything or not, whatever. He dropped everything and headed down to North Carolina, and picked me and Madison up and the camper and drug us all back home. I Man, can't begin awesome. to thank him that's enough awesome. for that. But, uh, in the meantime, I found an outlet at the Chevrolet place and it actually wasn't too bad. So we're over there and we got our little fan blowing. Uh, Jesus had left some chicken in the refrigerator that I didn't know about. <laughs> and uh, so now I've got the fan out. I've got the table all set up and the chairs and everything right there at the, at the Chevrolet place. And we're eating that chicken, got the fan blowing. I got the beers out. We're drinking beer. I know they see me cause I'm on a camera and they're watching everything right there. And, uh, we hung out there until scott got there which was about seven and then i got home about 11 o'clock that night and uh it's well past your bedtime it was, yeah yeah it was it was a long long day it was bad but uh
0: sorry you went through that <sighs> man but i will tell you this I got home before you did I left later. <laughs> I have no doubt you You did. give me all that shit you want about me taking off day.
1: I, I, I was sitting there thinking like, How many drive throughs did you go through, uh, Cliff?
3: <laughs> yeah, how many McDonalds ladies were helping you Dan, out? There? Dan Dan Mernane passed us and uh you know, I was I was doing something under the hood and uh Madison said, Oh, Dan texted I'm like, Well what did he say? He's like, You guys doing okay? I'm <laughs> like, yeah, tell him yeah because i always just park on the side of the interstate just to just because i ain't got nothing else just, to
1: do i just park here just like andy <laughs> just because and uh
3: then i don't know it wasn't too long after that tyson uh came by and tyson actually stopped he's like yeah i'm going down the road and i see somebody in an rcho shirt on the side of the road <laughs> it was <laughs> madison <laughs> so he stopped oh, and he came yeah. back and he's like you need anything I'm like, yeah. What? I need some zip ties like, on my axles. Do you know how to fix this thing? He's like, nah, man. I'm like, all right. He's like, well, I could drink a beer with you. I'm like, I got him. Let's drink a beer then. No, he went ahead and left though, <laughs> and uh, he asked me. I said, he's like, you want me to stay? I'm like, no. Nah, there's nothing you can do here. But Madison was freaking out a little bit, you know, when everything was first happening, and seeing him, it calmed her down a good bit so i know who would think it right see tyson and you get calmed down (laughs) Uh, tyson tyson's pretty common
1: uh-huh Yeah.
0: and he's got a puppy he does yeah it was great
1: to see tyson yeah uh he he walked up and he like got right next to me and I turned and run right into him and he's like he's, he's acting all hard I just give him a hug I'm like hey man it's great to see you
2: <laughs> so the Chevy people get back to you? Yeah dude
3: so they they said basically in a nutshell the whole DEF system in the whole truck got shitted to bed and they're gonna charge me $4,000 to put it back in so I started thinking I talked to him a little bit I said well how much warranty do i get with that and they said well you get 12 months or twelve thousand miles whichever comes first i'm like that's using gm parts by a gm tech at a gm dealer and that's all the warranty i get they're like yeah i said uh uh-huh. nice. so uh mm-hmm. scott actually is we're going to catch up with each other early early saturday morning we're going back down there to Pick it up on Saturday, haul it back up here to Ruckersville, and there's a guy that's gonna upgrade it.
2: I was gonna say www.google.com how to delete. You can't
3: <laughs> use that word. You can say upgrade. You can't say delete.
2: It's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be so bad, but so many of those companies, man, when they designed those systems, they just slapped that shit in there because the government said do it that's or what else.
1: You saw? Yeah. you see the guy who recently got a jail sentence for uh for uh oh, yeah. diesel diesel deleting?
2: Yep. No, no, the uh, EPA is real anal about it. Meanwhile, they trash everyone's trucks. You
3: know what I did find out, and this is kind of way off topic. I'm going to have to go here in a minute because Kathy's fussing at me. But I will uh, say this. Uh, I found out that if you're an emergency vehicle, you actually get some type of FEMA number. And if you give that number to the dealer, like the Chevy dealer... They will delete it right there and everything will be okay with it. Yeah. Really?
2: Yeah, it's a thing. It's just, We've done it at uh, the fire department with Casey and all them. A lot of their emergency vehicles don't have it. Yeah. Or they have it in such a way that in emergencies it can just be completely turned off. Like if it starts bitching about DEF fluid low, limp home mode engages, turn that mm-hmm. shit off. So. Honestly, I wonder when you get that thing back here, knowing the way certain dealers can be, if it's just something stupid like a diverter valve. They said the whole
3: diesel particulate filter was completely blocked up, like melted together. And they said...
1: You still got to figure out what's going on with your trailer generator as well, don't you? I,
2: I do, but that's... That's a small concern. I mean, I've had a dealer tell me I needed to replace my rusted aluminum radiator. So, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs>
3: I hate it when that happens. Rusted
2: aluminum radiator?
0: No, Not corroded, rusted. Yeah, straight up I hate rusted. hate it when that happens. Like, That's mm-hmm.
2: fascinating.
3: I didn't know physics worked that way. Yeah. Here's your sign. And so you guys think about me on Saturday. It's going to be a long day.
2: It's always worth taking a look. Yeah, okay, 30-second tangent. I, I feel you, man. But hey, put it this way. 10-second thing, though, Cliff, to, to maybe make you think maybe it's not quite as bad as they're saying. A buddy of mine worked at a dealer as a mechanic. ASC-certified mechanic for several years when they were doing airbag replacements. I've told Robert knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, he snapped... Two of the bolts clean off that hold the airbag assembly in the steering wheel. Yeah, he looked at his other tack and he's just like, "Yeah, two of them are still in there. It's good." And close the damn thing back up. Yeah, I mean, that's who's working shit. at the dealers. Uh-huh. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and then and then they charge
0: you four thousand dollars more than everybody yep. else for the same shit. So, because they got to pay for all that fancy overhead shit.
2: Well, uh, I mean, the marble right floors had to come from somewhere. Mm. Yes, they did.
1: Yeah, I I don't take my vehicles back to the dealer very often. Nope. It has
0: to be something I can only get done to the dealer or they don't go back.
3: Well, boys, I'm gonna have to get off here and call it a night. Kathy's fussing.
0: Yeah, at I me.
1: think
3: it's time anyway, so we'll have to update everybody.
1: Uh I'll say uh yeah, we'll have to get another update out on some of these things. Um it's great to get to Dragonfly. It was.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I got
0: a pile of Spectre flights in, I'm happy. I mean Everybody, you know, John and those guys all did a great job getting putting it on. It was a lot of fun. It was great to see everybody. You know, they put up with the
2: kids because I brought Austin. and Yeah, I had my puppies. People liked them, it seemed like. Alexis went. It was a good time. Yeah,
1: another roving gang of puppies and children under 10.
2: Hell yeah, buddy.
3: Alex's mashed potatoes. Oh, my God, they were so good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what clogged your DEF
2: system. Yeah, that probably was whatever <laughs> no zip no more zip ties you know, just chuck a bunch of fucking potatoes in his turbo inlet <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: though tell you what you get it's a long weekend you get back from your harrowing adventure on saturday we can go make some more stuff have a good dinner
1: yeah we should do that all he's got to drive now is a subaru and a work truck at the moment
2: yeah like, we'll do something we'll make it work
1: god knows he hates the subaru i do hate that and <laughs> the in the work truck just goes clang 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 with all the crap in <laughs> the back as it down the road. All yeah, right, well, now have a good night, see, Cliff. All right, you Cliff, guys have, have a good night, night, man. We're see gonna you. get off
3: here.
0: You too, buddy. Yep. Sorry you went through all that crap.
3: Uh, it is what it
1: is. Check out the other great heli podcasts: Freefall RC Podcast, The Helihead Shows, Kids Up RC Heli Podcast, and the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Search for the newest podcast: Maximum Collective Podcast. On Rerun, BKRC Podcast, Inverted Down Under RC Heli Podcast, RC Heli Hooligans, Full Pitch RC Podcast, and the OGs, RC Heli Nation version 2.0. Please comment on iTunes or Podbean, help others find the show. If you have any questions, please feel free to email us. Upcoming events we are attending, Ohio Heli Throwdown, July 14-17, through 17th. Uh, next one i'm thinking of attending is the seventh annual or freefall rc podcast helifest july 29 through 31 uh i think definitely shaggy will be out at helicopter nationals august 8th through 11th the urcha jamboree i don't think any of us will be there except for maybe shaggy that is august 10th through 14th. Next up is Heli Extravaganza, September 1st through 4th. Mm-hmm. And then after that is Fall Heli Mowdown, September 29th through October 2nd. And a new event that uh, Steve is actually helping to put on is Hanover Heli Smackdown. Oh, he's going to do it. Virginia. That'll be their first Heli event at that field. Yeah, it's sanctioned. That was quick. Uh, October 14 and 15. Uh-huh. Uh, Yeah, when he talked to us, they had submitted the sanction. They usually get that done in like three days. And it's been more than three days since we left uh, the event. And the last one here on the calendar that uh, Shaggy was buying airline tickets to tonight as we started the show is Southwest Heli Rodeo, November 11th through the 13th. Um, You can see the 2022 Heli Calendar Spreadsheet in Google Drive. Uh, Scroll down your favorite podcast app and click the link for more details. Uh, The link is within our... uh, show uh details in your app uh remember we are in discord if you'd like to chat with us or other heli buddies in real time search or Order or find the invite on our facebook page uh last but not least if you're interested in listening to some other episodes specifically one that uh many user or many listeners listen to uh check out episode four fly tuning where we went through actually tuning a Flybrothers controller. You might find that useful. Last but not least, I want to say thank you all listeners, and y'all have a great time. Hope to see you at the field.
0: All right, guys, take it easy. Have a good night, or day, or middle of the day.
1: <laughs> have a great commute. Or driving time. Good
0: night, commute. <laughs> <laughs> say good night, Mike. Is he already gone? No, I'm not gone. Good night, people.
1: Cliff, you want to say goodbye, or are you already out? Hey. Welcome to the bloopers for this episode. We recommend you listen to them in private, as the audio is loud and the subject matter a bit sophomoric. Enjoy.
3: All right, I would uh, need a folder.
1: You right, you, you do. do. He'll make you one. Misspell everything. I don't misspell anything.
3: Got fourteen hours of dick space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got eight hundred and sixty hours and fifty-four minutes of dick space. <laughs>
0: I got fifty one hours to find my dick space.
1: Oh Alright,
0: let's get gone with this thing. All right. Glad I could make you happy, Shaggy.
5: Uh.